How are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying the Alphamim Test, the 49 of Masech Nudarim, friends. Friends, today we start the uh, sixth parak of Masech Nudarim. Uh, yeah, we talk about Binudarim Halich Achor Lashem Binudarim, which is an interesting sugya. That when it comes to vows, we go based on sort of the um, the way that people speak in terms of determining the scope of the vow. We say, well, what do how do people normally refer to things? That's kind of the um, subject, I believe, of this parak. So, um, friends, without further ado, when you sign up from Testament Aleph all the way at the top, I know Mavushal, a fellow who um, says that he's uh, not going to get any benefit from Mavushal, stuff that's cooked. Mutter Bitsali, so he's allowed to eat things that are roasted, Uvishalak, or things that are only like 50%. Boiled, right? Normally, shaluk is is very boiled, but in this case, it means only like uncooked. Um, okay, so if he says things that are you know boiled, things that are properly cooked, so it excludes roasted, it excludes excludes partially cooked. But if he says I'm not going to eat any you know tavshils, any cooked foods, right? So not mevushel, which is a specific type of cooking, but <coughs> any type of cooked food. Well, then also b'maisekidere. He's not allowed to eat maisekidera rach, a soft porridge, umutu be'ove, but he'd, he'd be allowed to eat a, a thicker porridge. Okay, I think I'm always going to explain why. Umutu be'beitza, a tormuta, and he's allowed to have a beitza, a tormuta egg, with lasar mutza and remutza gourd. All right. Hanodu be'maisekidera, somebody who says he's not going to have any porridge, ain't also elu be'maisekidera. Only uh, if it's like really, bo- like really, like scorching, scorched kind of porridge. If he says that anything that goes into a pot is like a Corbin to me and I'm not going to eat it. And he's not allowed to have anything that's cooked in a pot. Tanya, we learned in the Bryce, it says the Gemara, Okay, so we had said in the Mishnah, I know the Mishnah, if he says that, that he's not going to get any benefit from Mavushal stuff, so Mutter Betzali Vishalok. So, okay, he can't have Mavushal, but he can have roasted, he can have, you know, uh, not, not fully cooked. Um, but Rabbi Yoshi says also. No, he can't. Even though we don't have an outright proof, we, uh, can, we have like an illusion, let's say. Shinemar's deposit says, a Pesach, that they were Mavashel, the Pesach. Ba'esh in the fire, Kamishbat, like the like as it should be now, uh, the korban pesach of course needs to be roasted, and it's being referred to as mivushal. So we so so Yosha says that mivushal is um, that soli is included in mivushal, and therefore if he says no mivushal, it includes roasted as well. Let's say that the machlokas between Yosha and the Tanakam is the following. Yosha says that when it comes to nedarim. We go based on uh, the, the the verses in the Bible, and in the Bible it says which means that bishul also applies to um, uh, roasting. Whereas the Tan in our Mishnah holds that when it comes to vows, we go based on uh, the the way that the people talk, and therefore um, the way that the people talk mivushul means mivushul tzali is tzali. They're under azachin, right? They're different things, and therefore. Um, if he's no dem it doesn't include roasting. Um, no, everyone agrees that when it comes to nedarim, 
We go based on Adam. It goes based on how people talk. The thing is, vernacular, does that make sense? Dennis, does vernacular make sense in this? We go based on the vernacular? Mar ki asre, umar ki asre. But it just depended where they lived. Be'asre, the Tana Dilon, where our Tana lives, litzali karu karu Where our Tana lived, they would separate, they would distinguish. Tzali is tzali, mevushal is mevushal. If he's no, if he's no, mevushal, it only includes mevushal, it excludes tzali. Basid, Rabbi Yoshia, afilu tzali, karu mevushal. But where Rabbi Yoshia lives, they would uh, uh, even call roasted things mevushal, and therefore if he's no, mevushal, it includes uh, tzali as well. But what about the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Vayvashto ha-pesach ba'esh kamishpa. What about the, the Pasuk, which seems to be saying, that Bishel includes Tzoli. Asmachta ba'ama, it's an asmachta, it's not actually a, a posuk teorais. Alima teorais. Konam tavshil v'chulei, okay, so we said any cooked food, so he's not allowed to have maisek rach, but he's allowed to have maisek dera ove. Can't have a, a soft porridge, but he can have a thick porridge. Vah mizbashil nodar, I'm sorry, vah mitavshil nodar. What do you mean he can't have, what do you mean that he's allowed to have of a thick porridge. He said he can't have any cooked foods. Thick porridge is cooked. That our Mishnah, that at the time of our Mishnah holds that only something that you eat with bread is what's called a tavshil. And soft porridge you eat with bread. Thick porridge you do not eat with bread. And we learn in a Braisa, that somebody who um, uh, uh, makes a nether from tavshils. Also, b'chomini tavshil can't have any kind of tavshil cooked foods. Ve'also b'tzali, and he can't have roasted uvishaluk, and um, and he um, and he can't have uh, 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 not fully cooked uvimavushal um, as well as boiled. Ve'also behitarios rakos, and he is not allowed to have these um, soft gourds shacholin ochlin boim piton. That the sick people eat uh, their bread with it, so we see that um, that sort of mivushal uh, is um, or a tavshil is connected to um, things that are eaten with bread. Ini, is this really true that sick people eat gourds? Rabirmia was sick. So a doctor came to Doctor Rima. And the doctor noticed that there was a gourd in the house. Shavke, so the doctor left. Vinofak, Omar Malachmosa, Isle, Ladain, Bibese. Interesting. Interesting. Sharna, how does this uh, compare to modern uh, doctor's visits? Doctor comes into the house, sees a gourd in the house, leaves, and says, I'm out of here. The, the, the Malachamovis is here. There's nothing I can do for this fellow. That's what happened in the Misa. So, Islan, the Dame Bebeisa, look, there's a gourd over here. A gourd, there's a Malachamovis. And I'm out of here. There's not much I can do at this point. You know, I'm supposed to come to heal him. And, and here there's a gourd in the house. I mean, forget it. So, Lokasha, Habrakiche, So, it depends. If it's a soft gourd, well then, it's uh, it's uh, it's good for 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 the sick people. But if it's a hard gourd, then uh, it's, uh, better get out of there. 
Okay. Depends if we're talking about the, I don't know, I don't really understand this distinction, but the gourd itself or the inside of the gourd. Um, that you can have a, 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 the inside of a gourd in, um, in, uh, with, with leaks. Or uh, the inside of a gourd in a kutach uh, dip. I guess and those things are, I guess, uh, good for sick people. But don't say this thing about the, uh, the flax. I'm sorry, uh, the inside of flax in uh, this kutach uh, dip. But don't say to Amaritz is the thing about the flax because then they'll start like digging up the flax for this and we don't want them doing that. Okay. Rave answers, right? I Meaning we had said on the one hand that uh, gourds are good for the sick people, but then uh, we had this Maise with Rebirmia where apparently gourds are like a representative of the Malachamovis. So, so we say it's not a contradiction because when we said that the gourds are, the, are, are good for sick people, we didn't really mean sick people. Man cholin rabonon. The sick people was actually a reference to the, to the Torah scholars. Rava, the time of the Amarava, and Rava is consistent with his reasoning that he says, Kiman matzlinon al ktsir v'amariye. For who do we daven for these different kinds of sick people, sick people? And like, so I'm sorry, like who, like whose opinion is it that we daven for these different kinds of sick people? Command Kribiosi, it's like Kribiosi, me the Amr Ketsiri Marie, from the, from the fact that we have two, right, Ketsiri and Marie, two different ways of referring to these sick people. Shmamino, Ketsiri, Ketsiri, Mamish, Marie, Rabbonon, that the Ketsiri, uh, are actual sick people and the Marie are the rabbis. That the rabbis, because they're so busy learning, they get so, 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 so shvach, they get so weak from, from, from the long hours in the Beis Medrash, so they're just considered perpetually, uh, holing, uh, sick people. We said that he's allowed to, right, if he says that he can't have tafshil, right, he says another, uh, no, where is it? Um, tafshil she'eni toim, so also my sikhidera, rach umutur He's allowed to have the thick Maisekidera. Masnisen Delo Kibavloi. The mission is not like the Babylonians, the Amr Ibzeira. says Ibzeira Bavloi Tibshoi Taachli Lachma Bilachma. That the Babylonians are foolish, that they eat bread with bread, that I guess that they eat this thick porridge with bread. So we see that in Babylon, Babylon they actually do eat bread with the thick porridge. So, uh, I guess the, um, he would be, you'd be not allowed to eat thick porridge either because that would be eaten with bread. Omer of Chizda says, of Chizda, Is there anybody who can consult with the meticulous diners of Hutzol in Babylonia? What's the best way to eat this uh, porridge? Um, is it best to eat the, uh, right, the, uh, the wheat porridge with wheat bread? and the barley porridge with barley bread, or perhaps it's better to eat the wheat porridge with the barley bread and the barley porridge with the porridge with the wheat bread. Rava would eat, what was it? Would eat the porridge with, with um, oven-dried grain, with breads of oven-dried grain, or he would eat the bread with porridge of oven-dried grain or something? Rabbi Ravuna Ashkele Ravuna, Rabbi Ravuna found his father Ravuna. The Ka'achal Daisabetz Baite. That Ravuna was eating, uh, porridge with his fingers. Omerle, Amai Ka'achal Marbiyod. How come you're eating your, uh, porridge with your fingers? Omerle, Hachi Omerab. Well, because this is what Rab said. Daisabetz Baite, boss. That porridge is sweeter when you eat it with your fingers. Interesting. I guess if you don't have sugar. <laughs>
I mean, if you have sugar, you could probably just use a spoon. <laughs> well, maybe like maple syrup or something. But plus, certainly if you use uh, two fingers, three fingers, each finger just makes it sweeter and sweeter. Okay. Omerle, Rav Lechia Bre, Rav said Lechia his son, Vechin Omerle, Ravuna, Lerava Bre, Mizamnim Lechalamechodaisa, if they invite you for porridge, Ad Parsa. So walk up to, be willing to walk up to a Parsa to eat porridge. The Mechobisu, the Torah, Ad Tlosa Parsin, and if they invite you to eat um, ox meat, so then be willing to walk up to three Parsas. Omerle, Rav Lechia Bre, Vechin Omerle, Ravuna, Lerava Bre, don't spit out anything in front of your uh, teacher. Except for gourd and porridge. That they're like a, uh, a thread of lead. And even if you're in front of King Shapur, spit that stuff out because it's dangerous. We're sharing a, a bowl of porridge. One was eating, one of them was eating with his fingers, and the other one was eating with some kind of a leaf. Okay. So the one who was um, eating with the leaf uh, as a utensil said to the one who was eating with his hands, I don't understand. We're sharing the porridge over here. Why do I have to eat the dirt from your fingernails? To which the one eating with his fingers said to the one eating with the, um, with the leaf, why do I have to be eating your spit? Okay. So Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon, they brought in front of them blusfin, which are kinds of uh, uh, dates, I believe. Dates or figs? Hmm, I forget. Dates or figs, dates or figs, dates or figs, dates or figs, dates or figs. Come on, come on. Nothing? Gornish? Blusfin. Tainim. Okay, so figs. Okay. Reb Yudah Ocha, Reb Shimon Lo Ocha. So Reb Yudah ate the figs. Reb Shimon didn't eat the figs. Amalei Reb Yudah, my time Lo Achimai. So Reb says, why don't you eat the figs? Amalei Reb Shimon, Elu Ain Yotzin Reb Neim Aim Kol Iker. Reb Shimon says because these figs, you eat them and they get stuck in your in, inside of you forever. Amalei Reb Yudah, Reb Yudah says exactly that's that's why I eat them. Koshkin Shnis Mochalei in the Macher. They'll be there tomorrow too. I don't have to eat tomorrow. Interesting. Rebuda was sitting before Reb Tarfin. Reb Tarfin says to Rebuda, Wow, your face looks very radiant today. So Rebuda says to Reb Tarfin, Yesterday your servants went out to the field. And they brought for us uh, beets and we ate them without... Um, any salt, if we would have eaten them with salt, then our faces would be even more radiant. Um, a certain matron, noblewoman said to Rebuda, you uh, um, um, adjudicate, you, 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 you teach halacha, and, and you, right, you post a halacha, and you're drunk all the time. He says, look, I'll tell you the truth. Look, the, the, only, the only alcohol I consume is Kiddush and Avdallah and the four cups at the Seder night. And I have such a headache from Seder night that my temples hurt from Pesach until, until Shavuos. So trust me, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not drunk. 
Rather, the wisdom of a fellow uh, radiates his face, and that's why I look like I'm drunk. But uh, really, uh, it's just it's just my wisdom. I really don't drink that much. Omar le a certain Sadducee said to Rebbeuda, that your face looks either like people who lend with interest or people who raise pigs. These are these are, I guess, very profitable. Businesses that um, I guess are, uh, but not uh, very halachic, right? Uh, lo- lending with with interest or or raising pigs. So so you know. So the Sadhu was basically accusing Rabbi Yehuda of uh, raising pigs or being a, a, a lender with interest. Amle Biudai by the way, he basically says, no way, no how. Tavayu asurin. Both of them are forbidden. Rather, he responds in a funny way. He says, "Look, it must be that it must be because there are twenty-four bathrooms from my house to the base hamedrash, and every hour of the twenty-four hours in the day, I'm going into a different bathroom, and that is why I look so great." Okay. When he would go to the Beis Hamedrash, he would take a um, a, um, a picture on his uh, or some kind of a bucket on his uh, shoulders, and he would use that to sit on in the Beis Hamedrash. That great is work that ends up bringing honor upon those who do it. I'm, I'm schlepping this uh, bucket, but now I'll have a place to uh, sit in the Beis Hamedrash. Did I skip? Um Shimon Shakil Tsana Al Kisfei Rib Shimon took a basket on his shoulders, Omagdolam Lachish Mukhabedas as Bailel, and he says, Great is work that brings honor to those who do it. And here also he will have this um, basket to sit on in the base of Majish. Divisud Rabbihuda, Rabbiuda's wife, Nafkas Noktas Amra. Uh was poor and his wife went out and 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 purchased this um this wool that she was able to use. Um, right of the glima de hutve, and she was able to make a good garment um, for their use. When she would go out to the market, she would wear this garment. When Rebuda would go to pray, he would he would he would use this garment and pray. And when he would put on um, um, when he would put on this garment, he would say, "Blessed is God that He provided me with a." Garment. Zimnachada Gazer Reb Shimon Gamliel Tainisa. One time Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel made a decree that there would be a fast day. Reb Yehuda Lo Also Levei Tainisa. Reb Yehuda didn't come to the place where everybody else was to participate. Amrin Lei. They said to him Lo Is Lei Kisuyo. So they said to Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel, Reb Yehuda couldn't come because he didn't have clothes to wear. So Shadur Lei Glima. So Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel sent Reb Yehuda a a garment. Velo Kabil. Reb Yehuda didn't accept it. Tilo. And he didn't accept it. He says, look, he lifted up a rug that he was sitting on, and he says to the messenger, look what's there, right? There was a lot of treasure. There was a lot of uh, money and stuff under the rugs. He says, look, I don't need, you know, I don't need your, uh, I guess it was a miracle, right? Because he was really poor. But um, he says, look, under here, there's plenty of money. I don't need your money. Right, I don't want to get any benefit from this world, and that is why I don't have a cloak to wear. But I don't want to accept this cloak. Just kind of skedaddle, leave me alone. Um, all right, that was the uh, um, uh, Memtes.
of Mesechta Nedarim, the first daf of uh, the sixth parak of Mesechta Nedarim. The big principle of here is Benedarim Alech Acholoshim Bnei Odom. So when it comes to Nedarim, go based on how the people, uh, uh, you know, if they say like Mevushul, and the question is what's considered Mevushul, right? We saw Machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama. Uh, in the town of our Mishnah, that Rabbi Yoshe says, for example, Mavushal, where he's from, includes Tzali, whereas the town of our Mishnah says it doesn't include Tzali, right? So when it comes to Nadarim, we have to look at the vernacular, so we have to look at how people talk in order for us to uh, uh, determine what applies, what is a, uh, applied in the vow. Friends, that was the Mem Test of Mesech Nadarim. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.